Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to share this conversation I had with my good friend, Jen Mazur, with you today. So something that Jen said when we were talking that I might have heard, but really stuck out to me when I saw our transcript of our conversation. And she said, commit to your decision and see it through until you have received the physical results of your intention. And it really dawned on me, we're going to be talking about manifestation today, about how to really live your dream life. And I think for a lot of us, myself very much included, before I really became good friends with Jen, really think of manifestation as so woo, too out there, like not our thing. At least that's where I was coming from. And so much of what Jen shared today is in alignment with what we're teaching about planning here at Plan Simple. And a lot of our tools feel like they're really supporting the idea that you would be able to create what you want. And that idea of really committing to a decision and seeing it through felt so resonant with planning. So I like to see this episode as sort of the spiritual side to the very practical um, tools that we serve up here, which if you've been around here a long time, you know they're not always practical. They can get kind of spiritual themselves, but I'm not, my, my expertise isn't necessarily talking about that angle. So I love getting people like Jen on the podcast so we can really understand why this tool of planning, why it really works. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about Jen. I have a few announcements, and then we're going to dive into our conversation, which is really focused actually on how you would dive into her work over the period of 90 days. So make sure to go check out the show notes for this episode. We have a lot of extra resources for you. Um, around this concept, um, including planning sheets and um, a done-for-you plan. So definitely go check out the show notes. This is a good one to come over and see what all the resources are if it resonates, if this conversation resonates with you. So Jen Mazur is the queen of manifestation. She is a sought-after transformational speaker and coach. She teaches people how to manifest their biggest dreams while making an impact on the world. She is known for her signature Manifestation Masters program and private success coaching. Jen is the author of Manifesting Made Easy and co-founder of the board game Sparked. And I'm so lucky to call Jen a good friend. I Years ago, I think it was maybe over 10 years ago when I first got into the work of Danielle Laporte. And I think this is who said it. And I was reading one of her books and she said, you know, make sure, write down those 10 people who you would call at 2 a.m. when something was was wrong or when you needed support. And I remember reading that, you know, 11 years ago or 10 years ago or whenever it was and just thinking like, oh my God, I don't know if I have that list. Or even if I did have that list, I didn't feel like that list was current to like who I was then or who I was becoming then. And 
I met Jen shortly after that. Um, we were in a mastermind together. And I just remember when I met her, I was like, oh my God, she's totally going on the list. Like she's the one and she totally has become that person. So that's super, it's super fun to interview someone who is a good friend, even though I love interviewing everyone and all the amazing people I meet on this. It is special when you get to interview somebody because it's different that you know. All right. So here are some announcements that I have for you. So speaking of Jen, um, if you're on our email list, you've gotten a few announcements this week, but if you like what you hear in our conversation today and you want to dive deeper into some of the concepts that she talks about, she has a lot of things going on right now, including um, a free video series, which takes you deeper into the concepts that she talks about here and gives you a bunch of tools and journaling prompts and worksheets so you can really do some of the work. And then this this weekend, she's leading a webinar. So make sure to go check out the show notes to get those links. Um, definitely everything that Jen serves up is so good. And everything I've seen so far, I haven't seen the webinar yet because I'm telling you about it in advance, but I've watched a few of the videos that have just come out and I've done some of the work and it really is amazing. So I highly recommend going and checking that out. Um, so that is announcement number one. Announcement number two is that I, I think a few weeks ago, very subtly opened up five spots for five entrepreneurs um, to work with me privately. I've never done this before. I love, I mean, I've done it in the sense that I used to have a design company and all I did was work with individuals. But since becoming more of a life coach and focusing more on work-life balance and food and all the home stuff and, and really considering myself more of a lifestyle person, I, I haven't opened up private spots. I just love the group dynamic. And that said, I get a lot, we get a lot of entrepreneurs in Flow 365. And I noticed that I was coaching a lot of people through their hurdles around designing their business and making it look good and um, really getting stuck there. So yes, making some choices, but then getting stuck when things were um, needing, were dependent on other people. So we focus a lot on what we can do to move things forward. And I was seeing a lot of stuckness around this idea of the visual side of our business, building websites, creating social media, all these things that we need to build as entrepreneurs. And so what I've done is I've opened up these five spots for five entrepreneurs who are really wanting to feel balanced. So there is going to be a component of creating the work that is feels balanced also at home. So it's not like we're just going to be talking entrepreneurship. We definitely might be talking about it's time to go on a run and you know, then maybe you'll come back to some nice designed assets. Um, and our team is going to be doing a lot of the design work. So it takes that off of your plate as an entrepreneur and helps you toward that life balance. That is why we all ended up in this place as entrepreneurs. But sometimes, especially when everyone's home and not in camp because of the virus, um, sometimes it doesn't quite go as planned. So I've opened up these five spots, three filled very quickly. And so there's two spots left. So if you are listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, that's what I need. I wish I could get my website upgraded. I wish I knew how to have a social media strategy and I could post pictures um, that looked more like the plan simple ones. If that's 
you know, something that you really want to work on. Um, you really want to work on your visual presentation of your business. And yet that feels like the most overwhelming thing that would make it so that you stop eating your salads and don't have any time for your kids. Then this might just be for you. One of these two spots that are left might be for you. So do me a favor. The best way to move forward is to just send us an email at mia at plansimples.com and either myself or someone on my team will take it from there. Um, I imagine because the first three went before I even made this announcement here that they'll go quickly. So just send me that email and we'll be in conversation. All right. So that's that announcement. And by the way, I've already jumped in with two of the three and it's so fun. It's so fun. I'm doing this as an experiment. I'm not sure that I will do it again, but right now it was just what I needed. Okay. Last thing. Do you have questions? Do you have questions that you want answered about work, life, wellness, about the balance of it all, about productivity, about how to get it all done from home, um, about how to even manage your home when you're trying to get stuff done. Like, What questions do you have? Do me a favor, message us, tell us your questions. We want, I want to answer them here. So the best way to submit a question is you could use that email address I just gave you, or you can go to plansimple.co, our Instagram account and direct message me. And I will make a log of those questions and I will start adding them in to the podcast. So I would love to know what you want to know more about, what tools you're really searching for. Um, I want to be able to answer those questions here. All right, let's get the amazing Jen Mazur on the show. Hi, Jen. Welcome. I'm so excited you're here today. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to be with you all. Oh my gosh. So I love this conversation so much. I'm so grateful to have you as my friend because I get to have like little tips all the time. So I'm always remembering, okay, I'm supposed to do this now, now that I really want that. So tell us a little bit, like what, what state of mind are people in when they find you? Like, what is, what do you feel like is weighing on them most when they are like, oh my gosh, I need someone who can really help me manifest. So first of all, manifestation, I think now everybody is familiar with it. It's become a buzzword and it's really, people come to me because they realize that we are all manifesting, whether we realize it or not. And they want to consciously manifest in their lives. They want to actually be intentional about what they're creating instead of just kind of letting things come to them and then, you know, recognizing it when they see it. And that tends to lead to dissatisfaction in most people's lives instead of setting the stage for what you want and really being clear with what your intentions are. So people come to me knowing what they want and they're not sure how to get it. Um, <laughs> I love that because I bump into people a lot who don't know what they want. So I love that like by the time people are getting to you, they've sort of figured out, they figured out that piece or at yeah. least listened to it enough. Some of it. Yeah. And sometimes people come to me and they don't know every, how it all ties together. Like they want one thing, but then their lives don't look at all like that. So it's how do I go from this current life that I have to this dream life? And is there a bridge and you know, how can I get there? And First of all, I want to say to everybody listening that when you have an idea for what you want, when you're using your imagination to tap into your desires, you're not just imagining and kind of coming up with these crazy ideas yourself. Our imagination is how we tune into our intuition. So we're actually intuiting what's there for you. And this might sound crazy. It might sound too 
you know, new age for you, but I just want you to play with me and open up to the idea that when you first have an idea or a desire for something that you want to manifest, it's not just you having this desire, but you're intuiting what's actually going to happen. And most of the time we discount that initial desire. It's like, oh, I really would love, you know, this whatever successful business or this vacation or, you know, this relationship, but, and then all those excuses come as to why we can't have that. And instead, if you were to have that thought and you were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a successful business owner, or I'm going to be in a, you know, fulfilling soulmate relationship, you would take action from a different place because you believe and you expect that it's actually going to happen. So you wouldn't be afraid of it not working out or being rejected because you know, ultimately that's happening no matter what. And it really helps with goal planning when you expect that everything is going to work out, right? Um, I love that. Yeah. Well, and it's so, and we have had a talk already about creating the space, which I think you need. Like, I feel like when you're too busy, you yeah. can't hear that. Like you can't hear even the quiet whispers of like, this is actually what I want. And we're just being fed so much of all the things we're supposed to have. And so we've had that tool. So I'm super grateful for that. So now we're at the place where maybe we've had some of these little whispers that are like, oh my gosh, this is what I want now. So take us to the next step because I feel like where a lot of people go is, okay, this is what I want and this is what I'm supposed to do to get there and this is all the steps and we want those and usually the things that we're meant to have are so big that we can't even see the how. So tell us about what, what a goal really looks like when we're trying to manifest something that feels so big. Yeah. So first, manifesting comes from a feeling place. So it's not just write down your goals and recite affirmations because you don't feel them. And so ultimately sometimes mantras or affirmations can have a negative effect because if you're, you know, reciting it over and over, you're actually feeling worse about yourself because you're reinforcing the idea that you don't have it now and it keeps putting it out there instead of right here. So first of all, first step number one is just allowing yourself, like you had talked about the space to dream really big. And it's not attached to your current circumstances or money situation or time situation. And so if I could have anything, be anything, do anything, what would I be doing? And write it all out. Then, that, then the next step is, first of all, when we write it out, we're writing in the present tense. And it's similar to how I talked about in terms of affirmations. This is not how you're going about your day all the time talking to your friends. It's but how you're placing your order into the universe. So it's like, we're setting our intention, we're placing our order into the restaurant, which is the universe. And the universe is a mirror, it's a yes. It's a yes universe. So the universe is going to make whatever you order. And I think for a lot of people, we place that order and then we second guess our order. <laughs> so, you know, we order the pizza because we really are craving pizza. And then in our heads, we're like, oh no, I should have ordered the vegan kale Caesar salad. And then we're sending mixed messages to the universe as to what we really want. So first of all, there's no wrong decision, number one. Just commit to your decision. And commitment is something that feels hard for people, but it's like commit and see it through until you, you receive the physical results of your intention. You can always make another decision afterwards. We're never stuck in any place. 
in terms of universal laws, everything is always in motion. And that's why that the term, you know, being in the flow or being high vibe is there. It's because of the law of vibration, because everything is moving. So what feels still, even in your life or stuck is actually moving. So the, the computer or the phone where you're watching this right now is completely, it looks solid, but it's actually made up if we were to zoom in of all these molecules and electrons and neurons that are circling around all the time. So when we feel stuck in our lives, we can actually embrace this law of vibration and understand that we're never stuck, that things are always moving and we want more movement. We want high vibration and flow. And if manifesting is coming from a feeling place, we wanna raise our own vibration to be a match to that in which we desire. And it doesn't have to be that you necessarily are taking action always related to the big dream. And I'm going to talk about prioritizing in a second because you are going to take action on your big dream. But any action that you take that's going to raise your vibration is going to help you manifest that big dream as well. So whatever makes you feel good on a daily basis, like do something that you love on a daily basis because that's going to raise your vibration. So you're going to feel better and you're going to be more attractive to all those things that you want. So whether like for me, I did yoga this morning, right? That made me feel good. It lifted my you vibration. So good. <laughs> yeah. So now I feel like, okay, I can have a great interview, right? I took a shower, I washed my hair, I feel good. And so whatever it is for you, it could be like taking a walk outside or listening to music or something that's gonna raise your vibration. And then I tell people to prioritize the big dreams. So oftentimes we have a long to-do list especially for those of us who are moms and, you know, have jobs and just lives and things. And, you know, we all have a ton of stuff on our plate just to survive. And usually that big dream is the last thing on our list. It's the back burner. We don't get to it. And then it constantly stays on the back burner. It's always for one day when I have enough time, then I'm going to do it. So I like to flip the to-do list and put that big dream first. It doesn't mean I'm gonna do the whole thing, right? And you're gonna talk about this in terms of planning. It means I'm gonna take one small action that's gonna move that big dream forward. And it's like throwing a stone in the river. What's gonna have the biggest ripple effect and make waves for everything else in my life? And if I can do one thing, whether it's just sending one email or making one phone call, right? Um, but that's gonna move everything. It's gonna move the needle. Maybe it's joining a gym membership, you know, and showing up for my first class. Um, but how can I prioritize that big dream? So manifesting comes from a feeling place. We want to raise our vibration. We know that we're never stuck, right? And we want to prioritize the big dream and it's feeling it as if it's already happened. So there's so many tools and, you know, things that I do in terms of feeling it. And, you know, a lot of people talk about visualization, um, or acting as if, but acting as if isn't just um, faking it until you make it. it, there's so much more to that principle. It's really embodying. If I actually were this seven-figure business owner, how would my day look like? What would I be doing, right? If I really were, you know, a fit, um, healthy person, what kind of food would I be eating, right? And how would I show up? So it's acting as if is, is actually just saying, I can be this now. I'm not putting this off into the future because manifestation is, happens in the present tense. It's not, I will do this because it will always stay out into the future, but it's, I am. And so acting as if is embodying who you want to be now. How would I show up for myself and for the world if I already had and was the things that I said I wanted? 
And I think that's super helpful actually when it comes to planning, yeah. um, especially when, because I think one of the reasons that planning became so important to me personally is that when I first figured out I needed a plan was actually when I was going through the process of losing 85 pounds. And I actually really leaned on this idea of acting as if. And so I would do things in the day that I thought my high energy, you know, self would do because that's what I was trying to do was really get healthy. But that doesn't mean that those things always felt easy on that day. You know what I mean? So it's like, I would be like, okay, I'm going to make a plan to go to yoga or I'm going to make a plan to have this green smoothie. But that's not to say that I didn't like battle myself that I'd rather have a brownie or that like maybe I should just write an email instead of go to exercise, yeah. right? So I think that's where the as if part is really help, a helpful tool to imagine what should be as part of your day. And yeah. Get yourself to that feeling place. Yeah. First of all, I just noticed too, in terms of language, we often tell ourselves, I should be doing this. I have to do this. Yeah. And I suggest that everybody right now change the I have to and I should to I get to. Because here's the thing. We live in a participatory universe. This is proven in terms of quantum physics. We are participants of our lives, meaning right now, any action we take can affect the future outcome of our lives. We're not just observers and victims of our circumstances. So I love how you talked about this, Mia. So we are participants, which means we are choosing the life that we have right now. Even if we're unhappy with certain aspects of it, it was our choice to get into the situation in our relationships, with our kids, in our jobs, whatever. And we can make another decision right now to change it. So even if it's doing the dishes or picking up your kids from school, it's I get to do the dishes. I get to pick up my kids from school. Because when you change it from I have to to I get to, you find the good in that thing. And we all hear about gratitude, but are you practicing gratitude? Practicing gratitude is finding the good. It's like looking with rose-colored glasses in the situations that we have. What is good about this situation, right? And again, we're not stuck in any situation. And if manifesting is coming from a feeling place, if it feels good, it's good for you, right? So it's like, I teach you know, people, my clients, here are things that, here are different practices, but you're gonna do and you're gonna apply it in a way that feels good for you because that's the only way, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, and actually, okay, so I have a question about that, but first I just wanna say that that's, to me, that was actually really hard at first because I had gotten in this pattern of always focusing on what wasn't quite right uh, well, actually, that is why in the planner, like every morning starts with a gratitude practice. And then the thing that was really impactful for me was at the end of every day, I note the magic that happened. And on some days when I'm just like, really, this is what's happening. Like I'll go flip back and be like, oh my God, that's so weird. Like yesterday I met this woman in the line at Starbucks who had the answer to the question that I had just five minutes before. Like, you know, how does that happen? And so it's, I just think it's really important to recall and feel that regularly and i don't i just i don't know if it's yeah. really a male and a female thing i hear that it is but like i feel like as women i definitely know that we don't do that enough yeah and fo first of all writing gratitude is so is such a good practice and even if you don't physically write it down i love that it's part of your planner um like focusing on on, on finding the good but even in your head before you fall asleep at night like thinking about Here's the thing, gratitude isn't just, oh, this is so great about my life and this is what I love. 
especially as women, what I think is helpful is to focus on what you are proud of. How am I proud of the way that I showed up? I might not have gotten the result that I wanted, right? We just talked about acceptance letters from our kids' schools, right? But it could be, you know, I, I made this major ask and I, I got rejected, but I'm so proud of myself for asking in the first place and stepping out of my comfort zone. So gratitude is not just I'm grateful for my house and this meal that I had and whatever, which we sh yes, that's part of it. But also, I would suggest that you add to your gratitude practice how you are proud of yourself. Because then we often, when we fall asleep at night, we're feeling guilty about what we didn't get done versus being proud of what we did get done and how we showed up. So we need, it's just switching the focus instead of feeling guilty about all that's left on our to-do list. Oh, well, I am really proud that I got that done. And then we're feeling good about ourselves. The other thing that I noticed when you were talking, Mia, is this feeling of it's hard. And my whole thing, my book is called Manifesting Made Easy. It's up on the shelf because awesome. here's the deal. It doesn't have to be hard. It can be easy. It's just uncomfortable. So there's a difference between hard and uncomfortable, right? It can be easy. Like writing that email to Oprah is easy. It takes me five minutes, <laughs> but it's very uncomfortable, <laughs> right? Right. It's the breath end. <laughs> I love that. So, we want to step out of our comfort zone all the time because that means that we're about to experience something new because here's the thing, all of the things that we have in our lives, physical things, relationships, we are comfortable with those things, even if we say we're not, right? The truth is we are because that's all we know, right? So that's what we know. That's what we're comfortable with. Anything new that we want to manifest just by virtue of it being new, it's going to be uncomfortable. And so it's reframing discomfort. Discomfort is a good thing. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It doesn't mean it's hard. It just means it's uncomfortable and it can be easy. It can be fast, but it's uncomfortable. So I took a hot Pilates class and that was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> but I did it, you know, and I was so proud of myself afterwards. So whatever it is for you, I mean, for all of us, it's going to be different things, right? But it's constantly pushing that envelope and stepping into our, the area of discomfort. And the universe meets us halfway. I like to think about our dreams and, you know, we're kind of, if we're blossoming like flowers, we're being gently pulled like, like a, a marionette into our vision versus pushing and over-efforting. It's like this pull and it's this desire that's pulling us, but we get to show up and take that action to meet the universe halfway. And like you talked about with the person in line at Starbucks that had exactly what you needed, right? That's when the synchronicities happen and you show up and the universe delivers. And that's part of the gratitude practice too, is noticing synchronicities and paying attention to them because they are signs that you're on the right path and you are being supported. We're all energy towers. We're walking around receiving information all the time and giving information out all the time. That's the vibration. And just like our cell phones and our computers are connected and we have this invisible energy waves, we too have that in terms of whatever your spiritual beliefs are, in terms of how the universe or your intuition is speaking to you. And so by practicing gratitude and noticing synchronicities, you start to notice and tune in to some of those signs. You're trusting your intuition and your gut a little bit more. And by you doing what you say, like with your planner and showing up for yourself, you feel better about yourself because you committed and you showed up. And that's how change happens. It's like when you have a, a party and you invite a bunch of friends over and you always have that one friend who says, I'm going to try to make it. 
does your friend actually make it? No, because they just were trying. They weren't committed, right? And it's like, why even try for anything that you want to manifest if you're going to back out, right? It's all about commitment. There is no such thing as trying. The difference between a powerful manifester and someone who isn't is we expect that it's all going to work out. So when we're setting goals, it's not just, oh, I'm going to try, I'm going to plan for this, but I'm, it's okay if it doesn't work out. We're not attached, but the non-attachment doesn't mean it's not happening. It means, oh, it could happen a different way, or it might happen you know, a little bit off my timeline, but it's still happening. <laughs> I love that. Well, and commitment is actually an important word to me because that's the word that I go to when I can't get from like the bad feeling to the good feeling, I, I stop at commitment because I can like believe in that word and feel good about that word in, you know, but not have to make it all about like unicorns and rainbows. So I love that word commitment. So yeah. the next question I want to ask you though is about, so, and we're going to have this whole guide that goes along with every talk about what some of these things are that Jen has already shared to take time for. We're also going to pull some from her book and from this amazing giveaway that she'll share with us in a minute. But, um, all of this takes some time, right? Like we have to take space to hear our intuition. We, we, you know, we're recognizing these things throughout the day. We're pausing. We're really getting clear on our dreams, which, which, you know, all of these are like pauses from our typical, like, go, go, go. We have to even make time to get uncomfortable sometimes. Right. Cause like sometimes that five minute email to Oprah might take us three hours because we're uncomfortable. So, but tell us like when we take time, to really create this practice of manifesting our dreams. Like, tell us what that means for time on the other side. Cause I think that's really important. Cause we have this, I feel like we have this concept of time, which is so limited. And I do feel like your practices, like it's almost like, like how you said you're flipping your to-do list. It really flips how we get through our lives and it's surprising, but I think that could stop people from trying. Does that make sense? Yeah, here's the thing. Things can actually speed up and be a lot easier and faster than we're making it out to be because we think it's gonna be a certain way just based on the evidence of other people in our lives or society, but it can actually be a lot faster. So for example, a big goal, you would break it up into smaller things. So, um, but I just want to share a quick story really okay. fast to show you that it can happen a lot faster. So I said that I wanted to write a book and I said it out loud for the very first time on the phone with my coach at the time. I said, oh, I think I have a book within me. And like any good coach, she was like, awesome, Jen, I can totally help you. You know, great. I took no action on it. I literally just allowed myself to say my desire. Right. And I said, I, I think I want to write a book. I, a week later, I got an email from my website contact form from a publishing company. Now, normally this website contact form was spam. So I was like really apprehensive about what this was. And I thought, is this real? And I read the email and they said, oh, we love your voice. We you know, on your blog, we'd really love for you to write a book. And I Googled them and it was a legitimate publishing company. I thought this was some sort of, you know, oh, pay us to write a book kind of thing. But I agreed to get on the phone with them. They actually offered me a paid book deal to write a book they thought something called Manifesting Made Easy. Now, my dream publisher was Simon & Schuster. This company was a small publishing house I'd never heard of. I got myself through a friend, a literary agent, who agreed to work with me and negotiate my book deal. I signed my book deal. I start writing my book. 
guess what? My small publishing house gets bought by Simon and Schuster. So right. now I'm Simon and Schuster published author. So I share this because I didn't have to write a book proposal, right? It was way easier and way faster than I thought. And so often what we want is it, it's going to come a whole other way than we were expecting, right? And it's first just a matter of saying yes to that desire and then taking the action. So I didn't, for me, it wasn't a lot of action at first. It was a lot of action once I got the book deal, right? I still had to write the book, <laughs> right? Um, but it's showing up. So whatever your dream is, it's, you have that goal and how can I break it down into smaller steps? So for example, I want to run a triathlon, right? So in your planner, you would write down the date of the next triathlon. You might register for it. Then what am I going to do leading up to that? Okay, well, maybe it's join a running group, you know, um, hire someone as a trainer or whatever. And then these are the days that I'm going to be running and I'm going to run three miles and then I'm going to run five miles and then I'm going to run 10 miles. And so with any goal, I know it's probably not running a triathlon for most people watching, but it's a good example of, oh, I can break it down. It's not like I'm going to make my website in a day, right? But it's, okay, maybe I can register my domain name and then I can write my about page, right? So it's like, how can I break it down into smaller action steps that lead to the bigger thing? And one of the principles in terms of acting as if and activities that I teach people is to actually put dates in your calendar because that is acting as if. That's playing we're just playing because play is like easy and fun right it doesn't feel hard we're playing with dates so we're just kind of using our intuition and we're just saying okay on this date i'm going to close on my house or on this date you know i'm going to get engaged and on this date i'm going to launch this program right it can get more specific in terms of our businesses and we're we're making them real and we're not just doing that because oh this would be fun we actually expect that that's going to happen same thing with the vacation i remember I wanted to go to the World Cup um, in South Africa, and I put the date in my calendar. And at the time, I didn't know how I was going to get there, right? But it all, because I put the date in my calendar and I blocked off that time, I made the money and I made it happen, right? And I ended up at the World Cup in South Africa. So I just, I'm sharing that because acting as if I have clients who are like, oh my God, I put down that, you know, my uh, boyfriend was going to propose to me on this date, and he actually proposed the day earlier. You know, I mean, like it really does, there's something that we can't explain, but it does allow ourselves to, to tune in and um, believe that it's going to happen when we actually set the dates and make our dreams real. And that's part of acting as it, because then you're going to show up in a different way when you know it's happening. And the and other two, sorry. If somebody please. says though, if somebody's thinking right now, well, I've done that 10 times, what would you say to them? Here's the thing. If the date passes and you haven't manifested the thing that you said you want, you're not going to feel bad about yourself because you took different action to get there. The only time you're going to feel bad about yourself is if you didn't actually make it real and believe it and take action. So you're not going to feel bad. Okay, this date passes and you didn't do this thing, but you probably did something else that took you to a new place. So you're going to, it's fine. That's the non-attachment piece. Yeah. And the other thing is when it starts to feel hard, because we talked about this, you know, oh, this is, this is hard. This is bigger than I've ever gone before. It's human nature to find excuses to take us out of the things that we said we want because we're uncomfortable. So anytime an obstacle shows up or it doesn't go as planned, we resort back to, okay, well, it wasn't meant to be, you know, or I, 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 I'm going to take myself out of that thing that I just committed to. So I really want you all to recommit. It's like a constant recommitting 
to your dream. If you think about plugging in a destination into your GPS. So I'm in New York, right? And we'll say Mia's in Boston. So I'm going to plug in Boston into my GPS and I get in my car and I start going to Boston. And all of a sudden, the highway is closed. Did Boston disappear? No. (laughs) Boston is still there. Mia is still in Boston. It's just that the highway is closed and I need to find a different way, right? And oftentimes when an obstacle shows up and a road is closed, we're like, oh, it's not happening. It's just that road is closed. (laughs) Your destination is still there. And so it's having that faith um, even while you're manifesting. And that's the practice. That's the practice of manifestation. It's like, I like to think of it as a garden. So first you plant the seeds and they grow down in the dirt. They grow roots first and all you see is dirt. So even if all you see around you is dirt and it doesn't feel good, trust that you just continue to nurture and water your garden and take that action, commit to your dreams. And soon you're going to see the sprouts and soon you're going to start to see physical um, you know, results. And then you're going to feel better about what you're doing and be more confident and keep going and keep going. It's just like watering a garden. <laughs> Love it. All right, so tell everybody what happens when they click the button below. What are, so, what are we giving them? I think you guys are all getting access to my um, visualization, which I'm, I'm super excited about. It's a guided 15-minute visualization, and it's all about feeling your vision as if it's already happening, and I take it up a step. So I, I help you expand what you believe is possible. That's one of my gifts, is people come to me with a big dream and I actually make it bigger. And it's not scary because when you make it bigger, that thing that you thought was so big feels really easy because you're like, oh, I'm going there. And so it's a lot easier to take action on your big dream. So that is the meditation you're gonna get. I've had so many crazy, amazing stories of what happens after people do that. Um, so I won't give it away but sign up and um, you'll get to experience it for yourself. So exciting. Cause we're doing a bunch of um, meditations throughout the process of this event. So everyone will get that. That will feel really good to everybody. Who's like, wait, I want more of this when this is all over. Awesome. awesome. So thank you, Jen, so much. Is there any parting wisdom that you have that we haven't shared? I feel like we shared so much. Yeah. I think it's just trusting yourself and trusting that um, it's not just your desire, but it's the universe's desire for you. And even if your big dream isn't to change the world, you are changing the world because it's how you're showing up in the world and how you're vibrating. And you are then expanding that out into everybody around you in your life. And that's how the world changes. So trust yourself, trust your desires. Um, It's bigger than you. It's not I alone am making this happen, but the participatory universe means we're co-creating and we're being guided. And it's just up to us to say yes, yes. And we're really good at, um, at understanding our desires, but we have a hard time receiving. And so I really want to encourage you all to just say yes and receive that support. Don't be afraid to ask because in terms of law of attraction, it's ask and you shall receive. And so ask, ask for help. If you don't know what to do, ask someone else, right? And you are supported and there's plenty of people who want to help you. That's the law of reciprocity. It feels good to help someone else. It feels good when you cook dinner for someone and they love it, right? So by asking someone for help, in whatever you're manifesting, you're giving them an opportunity to feel good. So 
That's Love it. Thank you so much, Jen. That was amazing. I think everyone should definitely download the meditation and then go get the book because it's going to go along with the guide. All right. Yay. Thanks. Thanks. At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes so you can take what you've heard and put it into action because action is where real change happens. And the cool thing about action is it doesn't have to be huge. It can be the little things that truly do add up to big change. Now, whenever I do an interview, I always choose three doable changes. There are many more within every, any episode, so you can choose one that resonates even more with you if you heard something that I didn't. And I always share three so that you have a choice, but my intention is that you pick one, one that you can really lean into, really experience what it's like to lean into that change and really make it part of your life and use this as a tool to build these changes over the course of time, over the course of a year. So imagine if you did this every week for a year, you'd have 50 new habits, mindset shifts, things that you do because you really leaned in. Whereas some of us get these big visions and try to lean into everything all at once. And then we end the year not having really done anything. So I promise this strategy is a good one as someone who's done it both ways. All right. Here are the three doable changes from this episode. Number one, practice gratitude. Notice the good in your everyday even the parts or situations that you do not love. Try looking at your whole life with rose-colored glasses. Think about what you're proud of in your day. Switch the focus from I don't want to to I get to, or from guilt to pride. And you could do this by setting reminders in your phone, by writing little post-it reminders on your computer and on your refrigerator, so that as you're going through your day, you just get in the habit of remembering what you're grateful for. I love that doable change. Number two, act like it is a done deal. Block off time for your dream vacation. Schedule the triathlon you plan to run. Commit to it make it real, then take a step. Find a running coach or a beginner's plan. Look up hotels and airlines for that dream vacation. Whatever your vision is, act like it's a reality and act like you're really planning to go do it. All right, that's number two. Now, number three builds on that a little bit. Number three is commit. So instead of saying, I'll try, Commit to your vision. State it in present terms, not maybe terms, not future terms, but as it is. Start simply by owning and sticking to your vision and not second guessing it. I love that one. So often I see people set goals and then backpedal just in their own beliefs because this is what the human brain does. It's totally normal. So I love the idea of really leaning into this feeling of committing for a full week and seeing where that takes you. All right, those are the three doable changes from this episode. Remember, go to the show notes and go sign up to see Jen's free video series, which is live as this is going out live. So hopefully you hear this in time. And if not, you can just go to the show notes and check out Jen's work. It's always amazing. Um, and you can get the next manifesta manifestation steps there. All right. I'll see you all on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Mm -hmm.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review, that really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast.